What up, y'all? Welcome to the Colored Cast Podcast, a show where a group of diverse creatives talk all things film, TV, and entertainment. It's pretty dope today. I'm here with the boy Joe, per usual. What up, what up my what guy? Up? <laughs> and I'm also with uh, one of the originals, Gerardo. What's happening, bro? What's up? 2020 podcast, Zoom meetings. Bro, 2020 Zoom meetings taking over the world. I used Zoom back in like 2017 for like a therapy session. Wow, actually. really? <laughs> so, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therapist was like, we're going to do Zoom because she didn't feel like coming in. So we did fucking Zoom. <laughs> um wow. yeah we're, we're hyped though this is this is season two first episode you know uh we have so joe I'll, I'll let you make the specifics actually this saturday july 18th we're having a demonstration a black lives matter demonstration and now That's i just right. real briefly want to text you know what i'm saying come on now um real briefly i wanted to kind of explain what i understand is the difference between a demonstration and a protest because i know the the words get used very commonly and very interchangeably and, and I'll, what I'll i know you, John, a protest like, i i imagine they were like the same same thing more or less <laughs> yeah right i feel you and and many do many do so i thought this would be a good time to kind of explain right. what the slight difference is and um i did i've been listening to a lot of motherfucking ted talks and listen to a lot of pods from from you know african-american professors and phds and a protest is something that applies direct pressure on uh, an entity and causes immediate change you know what i'm saying so I, I guess when stater brothers goes on strike you know that's kind of a a direct um action in res- you know what i'm saying so i i guess um a, a, a demonstration is more so kind of a gathering we can march and we really just it's it's more so for the cause it's kind of to raise the awareness we're not out there for a specific yeah you're raising awareness to you know so someone can do more research um you know like if they were more inclined to they could look into all the different issues exactly yeah. exactly so i mean if we if we were to do a protest we go specifically to i don't know if you wanted to do one at the police station or if you wanted to do one at city hall to protest a specific policy i guess that would be the difference so as i tell people about saturday july 18th i keep saying demonstration and i know protest gets used often so uh, I just kind of wanted to explain what the, the slight differences were. I think it's important. I think specific words, usage of words is important these days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. We're doing this this demonstration July 18th, Saturday, downtown Laverne. Not far from University of Laverne. You know what I'm saying? The the alma mater type. So, it's going <laughs> to... it's. Oh, Leos for Life. Oh, yeah. Quite a few Leos are pulling Leos up, for too. Life, we baby. hopefully have a few. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we got a little bit of alumni. They are, yeah. A lot of alumni actually follow us on the podcast page, which is pretty cool. Like, people that I, I've never met before, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That's cool, man. So <laughs> We're hyped about it. Yeah. We're hyped about it. And if you're this hearing Saturday. this, this might have happened, yeah, um, or it might have not happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We're recording this on, uh, what is it? It's Sunday, July 12th, like 6 p.m. <laughs> so 2020. At this, 2020. at this moment, the, pod, or, uh, the, the demonstration hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. So it's coming. So you could be listening to this episode after the demonstration. Oh, very, yeah, so very much so. Just, just throw right, that out right. there. <laughs> so you guys wanted to talk about 
some HBO Max, right? But more specifically, oh, some DC yeah. on HBO Max. Oh, you you know you know exactly what it is, man. We wanted to talk. I, I've been getting into HBO Max, Joe. I don't know if you've subscribed yet. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, I absolutely have my membership because before HBO Max had dropped, I had already had a uh, an HBO Now right. membership. Mm-hmm. So like, you were able to Let just HBO like go, right? switch over for free and <laughs> <laughs> HBO Go. Oh yeah, no, there's well, there's three different ones, which is so confusing. Are, are... So you have HBO Go, HBO Max, and HBO Now. So they kept the other two still. And HBO. No, no, no. So HBO Go is like if you have like a Direct TV or like it's part of like your TV package. You yeah. Know? So you could just use like your Direct TV or your Dish Network login to log into the HBO app. Then HBO Now is like its own standalone streaming service, like similar to Netflix, to where you don't need like a like a TV package or anything like that. And um, HBO Max is like similar to HBO Now. But it just has more content. Some upgrades. So it's like the different <laughs> levels of 24-hour fitness. It's like the the, <laughs> the active, the ultra sport. And, okay, I see. So I see. It, um, it, uh, what, what, uh, what I initially noticed about the interface that I really liked was uh, what, I, what I like about Disney Plus is um, it has all its categories, the Marvel, the Star Wars, um, and HBO. Uh, it's a little bit clunky because um, you got to scroll all the way down for it. But when you do find that, it's really nice to see that it has all the Studio Ghibli. It has all the Cartoon Network. It has a, a bunch of stuff like that. And it's going to be keep getting updated. But, um, yeah, the, the DC stuff is really cool. Um, there's actually an app called DC Universe, which has a lot of the uh, other animated stuff, a lot of the other movies. That's where a lot of the stuff was. Um, and it seems like they're transferring a lot of it over to HBO now because some of it is gone from that app. But um, some stuff is still, for some reason, on, on the DC app, like that uh, that new animated Harley Quinn show, which is pretty good. But, Dude, I see so much of that shit on, <laughs> yeah. on Instagram. There's so many videos, and they have all the characters. They have Superman, oh, Wonder Woman, Poison it's, Ivy, yeah. it's like, uh, Dark Side. It's one of the best Batman shows, honestly. Um, like, it, it, for, for Batman lore... Uh, it's like uh, similar to, to um, it's pretty much what, what Birds of Prey um, ended up being a poor version of, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I but, mean. Uh, it's really enjoyable. It's a lot more enjoyable than I thought it'd be. But um, I, I think uh, they, they just got a second season. So if they get a third one, I'm sure that's going to jump right on over to HBO Max. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of good things about Harley Quinn. The worst part about HBO Max, bro, I can't get on my fucking Roku. Maybe that's maybe that's not oh, HBO really? Max. Maybe that's just dude, just can't search for, can't that's download weird. it. I had to go on the internet and look it up. I can only access HBO Max on my damn laptop. Uh, you can get it on your. Uh, you have a, do you have an Xbox or PlayStation? Yeah, I have a PlayStation. Yeah, you could do it on the the, the PS4. Oh, the boy has a PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Now I got to unplug it from upstairs, take it all the way downstairs, yeah. plug it in downstairs. <laughs> just watch it in your room. Oh my God. Yeah, I just watch it in my room. I started I started watching I started that. watching Doom Patrol, bro. I haven't I just just oh, a little yeah. bit though, not enough to speak on. I mean, just like the- yeah, yeah, no, no. Doom, Doom Patrol just transferred over from the DC app. Uh, I, I only saw the first episode, but I really like Brendan uh, Fraser, Brandon bro. Fraser he, he's so, so dope so far, and it's it's mm-hmm. only been he's oh so yeah, cool. so cool. Um, yeah, that I heard that series though. It draws a lot from uh, the Grant Morrison run from the '80s. Uh, if anybody wants to look up. 
that comic series. Um, the lineup is a little bit different, but I heard that the storyline is really similar to that to that 80s run. And uh, Grant Morrison, for those of you who don't know, is like a legendary comic book writer, especially for DC. So, um, so yeah, I would, I would recommend uh, Doom Patrol, even though I've only seen the first episode so far. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm super glad that you guys are like, because me personally, I don't I haven't read too many comic books in my day. Um, I may, I just, you know, I like watching the movies. The movies are very enjoyable. So hearing you guys speak on like, like where some of these movies or TV shows draw inspiration from, like which specific comic book run they are is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gerardo a lot. And Gerardo honestly, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read a lot of comic books, but, uh, that's honestly what's pretty cool about DC. Um, Right now, recently, Marvel—they've uh, all their stuff they've been making um, has been heavily influenced by the uh, MCU, which is kind of mm. cool. But it's like, you know, it's like, uh, what what are the movies supposed to draw from? You know, if the comic books are based off of the MCU and the one hundred percent, one hundred, and that's the thing about DC—they yeah. have so much content to draw from, and really, it's it's. It, oh my god there's so many different storylines that's why the animated which we're going to get into dc animated (laughs) though they're fucking dope because there's so many different storylines so many different interpretations of superman a lot of like the trilogy uh, i mean i'm sorry the trio like wonder woman batman superman so many different interpretations of like when they're dark or when you know they're like vigilantes like dc goes there i I don't see marvel going there it's it's yeah it's cool it could be split up into like a a few different eras like the golden era is going to be like the that first generation um and that's where like the superheroes were created and they're really cool then then the silver age came around around uh, i think 1970 everything got really campy for a bit or 1960 sorry everything everything got really campy for a bit and that's where you get like your um adam west uh batman and and stuff like that you know they had to be a little bit lighter yeah and then um then, then they got a little bit darker again, and and now um, the thing about DC is that it's it's all canon. It, all all of their stories are like on a different earth, and it's all it's all really cool, and they always cross over. And um, yeah, that's what I really, really, really like about DC. Yeah, it's like they and, really um, they they expand the, the, the uni- like the concept of a universe in DC is. is there's just so many different storylines. Yeah, go, keep going, Gerardo. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you mentioned the the animated movies, and uh, Joe, you mentioned that you don't really read the comics. Uh, have you seen uh, mm-hmm. any of those specifically, like on HBO or any of them that ended, the, that ended up on HBO? The only one, the only one that I've seen, which is incredible, I thought it was like an amazing, just comic book movie in general, was uh, Flashpoint Paradox. Oh yes, that one was badass. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah! I have I have that written down here in my notes. That's that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> At a boy, at a boy. So yeah, I watched that movie with Rardo. Yeah, the Fla- Flashpoint. Uh, Flashpoint's really cool. At um, it's like a uh, see what that what that spawned. That's a really good jumping on point, right? Like that has the uh, characters that you know, but like kind of weird. Um, and when the Flash comes back at the beginning of that, it, it sets off a whole new universe based off of the New Fifty Two comics. And right here, I have some mm-hmm. highlights that I thought would be pretty cool. That like, if you like Flashpoint, it's like a continuity of that. And it's actually uh, just recently that universe just ended as well. So uh, you kind of have both bookends. So I'm just going to read off the list real quick uh, and uh, tell tell you guys. uh, So yeah, because if you if you watch Flashpoint and then you watch the most recent DCM, it's like full circle. It's it's like it's Mm. it's so cool. So it's so dope. It's so (laughs) so we got Flashpoint Paradox, which is based off of uh, Flashpoint, right? Which is what Mm -hmm. set off the DC Universe New Fifty Two comic books, which was their new 
superheroes in the 2010s. Um, you know, there's some in-between movies that are they're pretty all right, um, but uh, I chose these. They're kind of the highlights. Uh, if, if you didn't want to watch too much fluff, you can get right after Flashpoint, get into The Death of Superman, which is really cool. It's a cool adaptation of it. It's a little bit... Um, this one is a little bit more uh, drawn out and more faithful to the comics than the uh, the earlier one from the earlier DC animated universe that you guys probably have seen. Right, right, right. Uh, With the like the older drawn Superman, it's like the Batman and Superman from yeah the nineties and two thousands. Yeah, they had their own Doomsday and shit. Yeah. yeah. So so this one's a little bit darker than that one. Uh, it's a little bit more modern, but that one's pretty cool. And there's the sequel to that called Reign of the Superman, which is uh. I've post- seen commercials for that one. Oh, yeah. that one's so cool. It's post-Death of that Superman. That one's dope, bro. Yeah. yeah. In the it's, comics, it's right that, at, that's where they introduced yeah. Superboy. Uh, and Steel, actually. <laughs> that's where Steel... Yeah. <laughs> for uh, It's Shaq, right? Steel. <laughs> it's fucking Shaq. <laughs> Joe, you ever watch Steel? Um, you ever watch that movie with, with Shaq? And he's in the big... <laughs> Steel? <laughs> it's not... What? Yeah. It's not anything how it's supposed to be. He's supposed to take over for Superman after the death of Superman. That's when Steel was created. Oh, wow. But they, <laughs> they just made it a weird Shaq movie. <laughs> <laughs> they made it a weird Shaq movie. I was like, what? The? You would never believe that is something related to a follow-up of Superman. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The, the death of Superman. Right. Like one of the biggest comic events, you know? Bro, that was movie was so fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, Doomsday was just running through the Justice League. Yeah, so, so I mean, we that got ass. Flashpoint. We got Death of Superman. We got Reign of the Superman. And then we have uh, Justice League Dark, which is going to take mm. you into um, like some of the different heroes, the ones that have to do more with magic in the DC Universe, like uh, Zatanna, who's like, uh, she's magic, basically. <laughs> you got Constantine, who um, has a series. Um, Constantine, yep. Also, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with him because of Keanu Reeves. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. Which, the movie, I mean, what it was it? I mean, I've, I've watched not yeah, the movie all is, of it, it's, but it's, it's, all, it's, it's, it's not a horrible interpretation of Constantine. But it's all I right just, movie. I don't... <laughs> All right, movie. It's like a all two, right, th- movie. It's from it's, it's from the time period. It's that <laughs> it, it, Matrix it fits <laughs> time period, you know? Yeah, it's just like what what is this, and why Keanu Reeves for 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 Constantine? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Justice League Dark. They bring in some pretty cool characters. Uh, they bring in some like really obscure characters that are really cool. Um, and then their story kind of comes around full circle um, too because. Uh, they meet up with the Justice League in the next movie, Justice League uh, Dark Apocalypse War. Who are some of those characters? Some of those characters? I mean, you got John Constantine. Uh, one of the more obscure ones is, uh, I think his name is Antronax or something. He's that. Yeah, yeah, the rhymer. Yeah, he, he's he's like uh, he's like this uh, he's like this guy that's bound to this demon. Uh, yeah, he's a cursed like with a, this and they're demon. from like the medieval times, and he's cursed. And he's basically <laughs> immortal. Until the, the the spell is broken or whatever, but um, it's uh it's pretty wow. cool uh, that that <laughs> character um has a pretty cool arc all the way through the end of these movies. So um, yeah. So uh, you know, in the last movie in this universe, this this universe's Flashpoint is set up in a po- uh in Justice League Dark. Uh, the last movie is called Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, and that one is going to be mm. the bookend. And at the end of it, um. It's a whole nother flashpoint situation, basically. Like the universe is reset and 
whatever comes after this, I think is going to be another good jumping on point, and it'll probably be uh, go straight to HBO Max. Um, whatever the, the the new DC animated universe has in store, um, these are some pretty good ones to watch, and whatever comes after these would be uh, pretty good to jump on to, I think. And that's from that's from that specific universe. From from it's called the new animated universe, which is a reboot of the universe from the '90s that 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 a lot of us know. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So with these animated shows and movies, um, so you know how a lot of uh, like the movies we know, they they all like kind of draw inspiration from stories, like we were mentioning earlier. Um, are the animated movies like pretty much just direct? Like they just pretty much just take a story from a comic book and just animate it and put it on the screen, or is it like uh, it, it, it is depends. it their own telling of the story? It, I think there's a little bit of both. Yeah, because because on yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that new animated universe I just mentioned, uh, they take a lot of liberties and they kind of make it their own. But uh, John, have you seen Batman Year One? I feel like you have, right? Batman Year One. It's an animated movie. That one uh, just got put on HBO Max. No, okay, no? I need that. That one's pretty good. I think it's what uh, it's going to inspire uh, a, a lot of the um, the Matt Reeves Batman, the one with Robert Pattinson. It's like pretty mm. much the new. It's it's the the canon origin of Batman and stuff. It's his first year as Batman. You see it through the eyes of Jim Gordon. That one is like a page for page, panel for panel adaptation of the comic book, and it's great. And got uh, you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, John, you've oh you. I mean, uh, Joe, have you seen Under the Red Hood? Batman Under the Red Hood. No. I recommend that. That's a really good jumping on point for Batman. That shit is dope. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you you know so much, but when you watch that. I even think that just some of the movies, like Batman v Superman, just may make just a little more sense. I mean, they just go into the history of yeah. They they uh, you, you really um, if if you're used to Batman or just Batman and Robin, this is a really good introduction to the Bat Family, which is a really big deal in the comic books. That's like all of Batman's old Robins. Um, they go on to become their own superheroes sometimes, like Nightwing, the first right. um, Robin. And, mm-hmm. Uh, this introduces some of those characters, so you get a kind of a sense of uh, of uh, the Bat family and how uh, intricate it is, and how Batman forms a relationship with basically his sons because they are his sons, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a really good jumping on point for for Batman. Definitely, it's it's an amazing movie. Um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is actually Nightwing in it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Neil Patrick, oh, fucking ha- and you can tell, bro. You're like that is. NPH when he's um, fucking talking. Joe DiMaggio, um, Bender from uh, Futurama, he's the Joker. <laughs> oh no! What? Shit. So he's Joker in that, and then he's live action Deathstroke. Yeah, and uh, what? <laughs> no, wait. No, 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 no. That's a, uh, it's a different guy. Who's uh? Who's, oh, it's um, not Joe. Who's the voice of Bender? He's a famous uh, voice actor. Is it Damn, Joe? What's the name of Deathstroke? <laughs> is it is he Joe DiMaggio? Well, Deathstroke uh, is well, Sofia Vergara. Is that, is that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Fun fact. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Dude from Magic Mike. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the voice of Bender from Futurama, Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. He's the Joker. He's a really good Joker in this. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, and that Joker is. Yeah, that's a good Joker. Oh, and uh, John, I know your favorite superhero, Green Lantern. What 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 of my favorites? You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. specifically John Stewart. John Stewart is yeah. black. He's a marine. <laughs> well, I think now they should if if they were to drop a Green Lantern when they do drop Green Lantern, I hope that 
they focus uh, more on some of the other Green Lanterns, not just Hal Jordan. No, yeah, no, actually, um, I think what what I hope I don't I don't hope it focuses on one. I hope it focuses on multiple because right. I, I would like to see that. I think sometimes there's always a fo- there's so many Green Lanterns, well, man. You, like read, they have some. Yeah, like the comic books, they're they're these cosmic stories. It's like um, if you like sci-fi, it's it's really good. They're um, they're they're just great sci-fi stories. A lot of it is like uh. You know, um, they they it took a lot of inspiration from like um, in the seventies, especially, which is what defined the new Green Lantern kind of. Um, it took a lot of inspiration from like you know uh, Flash Gordon and stuff, uh, and Star Wars took some inspiration from Flash Gordon. So there's a lot of similarities. Uh, if you watch uh, Green Lantern: First Flight, that one focuses on Hal Jordan, but it's gonna be like the uh, quintessential origin of it. It's a really good introduction to Green Lantern and kind of that mythology because. Uh, jumping on with John Stewart would be a little complicated just because he's not the first Green Lantern and there's a lot of stuff that gets circumvented in his stories, I feel, about the mythology. Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, what we would need to see yeah. is a, just a legitimate origin story of Green Lantern. Yeah. That's what they tried to do with the Ryan Reynolds one. It yeah. just it, it, it just didn't yeah, work. I, I mean, it would have oh, been... the Ryan Reynolds one. It, <laughs> and that, that's that's what it, bro. It was a straight up origin about well, Hal Jordan. If, and if it, you want to watch a good version of that, watch Green Lantern: First Flight. It's an animated movie on HBO Max, and it's a good version of the movie, basically. And that's why wow. I recommend it. It's 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 um the movie, but instead of spending like the first fifty minutes uh, with Hal Jordan on Earth fucking around, uh, it's uh it, it it goes right into space like in the first 15 minutes so hell yeah i want to see green lantern in space and they show like how powerful he is in that mm-hmm. fucking movie it's like yeah green lantern's about, not to be uh, fucked the with. diversity of the green lanterns uh it's really cool because the show uh, it's going to focus on more than one green lantern and it's little known there's there's a new green lantern called jessica cruz she's been green lantern for about four years now mm-hmm four three years right she's gonna be her and uh, her and simon right i mean they're relatively recent lanterns yeah she's she's like the and she was really well received uh you know i feel like she's a really good way to do um uh, a diverse character you know a lot of a lot of marvel especially they do a lot of like um diverse things in their comic books that aren't very diverse it feels it feels forced it feels like marvel's you know they're owned by Disney. They they they're really trying, but DC, um, you know they don't focus on that. They they make good characters, and and that's why. Um, right, like, yeah, they don't absolutely. feel token. You know, like Jessica Cruz doesn't feel like oh she's token. She's the token uh, Latina. Uh, uh, that's a Green Lantern. Uh, J- John Stewart doesn't feel like a token black guy uh, on the Justice League. He's a Green Lantern, and he's just as good. Uh, you know, they're all different, too. Like, they're all different from each other. That's the cool thing about the Green Lanterns. It's about their imagination and how, how they think and their experiences, you know? It, it, it influenced the constructs they make, yeah. bro. Like, John Stewart's constructs may be military. Yeah. And, you know, how Jordan's traditionally, he has a jet whenever he does yeah. his constructs. And, I, and I feel like that's why, like, you know, like, I've seen it online where, like, the conversation is we should focus on John Stewart because he's black or we should focus on Jessica Cruz because she's Mexican or we should focus on Hal Jordan because he's the first like you know it's like um 
when when I think that the showrunners are really going to try to in- include um, at least the first season. I think it's going to be Hal Jordan and John Stewart. In the second season, it will probably be Guy Gardner, Kyle, Kyle Rayner, and um, right, bro. They have so so much to draw from. I, each of those, like Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner, they all have their own personalities. Yeah, I, feel, too. I feel like, like just, Kyle Rayner in the comic books is fucking really powerful, man. Yeah, he, like we, yeah. And I feel like you know, just let them just let them do their thing. You know, I feel like um like the the fans should. Stay out of this one, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know. Well, and you know, I, I, I agree. I, I, I agree, but in a sense, I also feel that it's it's important for the showrunners to really to just listen to what they are saying. As far as you were saying, they are listening to the diversity aspect. Well, I, and it's because it's diverse inherently. That's that's the thing about yeah, the characters, and and that's and, that's and they don't trust, try. You know exactly, exactly, and because. They they are they focus more on the characters, and not so much checking that diversity box. That's why the characters of Green Lanterns work so well. I think cause exactly even in like the, the the animated show with Justice League and John Stewart was the main Green Lantern. It was very you didn't really question it. It, was, it just worked, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I think what I think a, a solid origin for the Green Lantern Corps kind of just really explain like the power of will and all. And they really tried in the fucking in the in the live action. Yeah. And. Unless you're like a real Green Lantern fan, I don't know who's reading Green Lantern comic books, but um, I, I want to see a lot of space. I love seeing all the space shit, all the different yeah, planets. Yeah, I mean, it so Green Lantern, all space shit. Oh, bro, all space shit. Like they cover different sectors of the universe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I I would hope that. Yeah, I hope it works. My biggest my biggest concern with any Green Lantern is the visualization of the constructs. When I think of a Green Lantern live action, it's just like, I'm, how are the constructs? How are they going to look? My, I mean, I just I hope they look, yeah, authentic and. Well, I mean, as, yeah. as long as the constructs serve like a purpose with with character, I feel like, I don't really care about um, you know how they look as much as long as, you know, you're able to forgive a lot of effects, um, if if it's a good movie. You know? Oh, absolutely! Like some of the like um, I really like uh, like Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. But Dan, he he does not look good in some of those scenes, the, the CGI Spider-Man suit. It looks really weird sometimes. But uh, Iron Man usually looks pretty weird, um, besides a few exceptions. But you forgive it because it's cool. You know, it's like like Iron Man one. I think Iron Man I, one. You know, it's a video game, bro. <laughs> but um, right, right. You know, you forget so, it a little bit more. Gr- Green Lantern. That's gonna be a ser- that is that's gonna be a series on HBO Max. Yeah, right? I, th- I think J.J. Abrams is actually uh, producing that in Justice League Dark. He's gonna be a producer. Yes, I don't true. know if he's gonna be showrunner, but um, I think the showrunner is um, his name is Greg Berlanti. He is uh, he recently worked on all the the dc shows for the cw oh like he was a showrunner for the flash um supergirl all those all those uh cw shows what, what, so, what i'm really excited about we'll see how that goes is, uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, jeff johns is one of the uh executive producers too though and that, that's the guy that that wrote like the the new green lantern bible 
<laughs> like, right, you know, right. Like the, Bro, you Jeff know when Jones. I got out of the Marine Corps, yeah. I, I wrote a fucking, I wrote a letter to Jeff Johns just because I, I was, I was <laughs> like, bro, I was like, I mean, just it, 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 it's some corny shit that motivates me to this day. It's just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm John Carter, fresh out of the Marine Corps. I'm an actor. This is why mm. I feel like I can play John Stewart. I fucking found Jeff Johns' mailing address. I said, of course, he never fucking got it. <laughs> it, it, it yeah. It's it's more cool, it's more though. symbolic than anything. Yeah, cool, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. See, it, see that 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 tells you like you know I. I feel like I trust Jeff Johns, you know, he's, he's going to be on this show. That's why I'm like, just let him do it. Let him do his thing. Jeff Johns is dope, man. And he's relatively young too. No, he's really young. And I'm, I mean, he's already carving his way out as like one of the, like, the new like legend. He's, he is a legend at this point. Oh, straight up. You know, straight up. he did, he did the, uh, was it him that did, uh, the new, oh, he also did the new justice league, right? Or was that Zack, uh, not Zack Snyder, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, another amazing comic book uh, guy. You guys should look up if you guys want to get into comics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's comics are dope. All right. Gerardo reads far more than I do, but <laughs> yeah, comic books are fucking dope. Well, do you know what else is on HBO? Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> the are we are we talking 2017 league we are talking joss whedon's very own justice league so do one of you want to give a synopsis on that a brief brief synopsis on that <laughs> oh my gosh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna let joe do the honors um i don't mean to get off topic last week <laughs> it's pretty fresh <laughs> actually Right now, I have it on uh, on mute in the background here. <laughs> oh, the the boy the boy always has it on mute oh, in the background. Oh, I always I always gotta have something on. <laughs> An inspiration, <laughs> fellas. Have you guys tried tried nineteen forty two the tequila? Nineteen forty two. Yeah, nineteen forty two. You might hear rappers talk about it and shit. Justin Bieber did a little remix to One Dance. It's like I need a One Dance nineteen forty two in my well. It's it's Don Julio tequila yeah man took a few shots of that shit last night and it's so it's very expensive it's very expensive but it's because of the quality of the shots and i understood the quality you of the shots once that. i took a few <laughs> oh bro i shit but that was a taco man i let that shit go i was yakking in three <laughs> different sections bro oh my god i know man and God, that's now, the thing uh, about liquor. It just dude, would, fucks would you, you say oh, happy uh, happy birthday to Ate? <laughs> oh, ha- happy fortieth to Ate! Yes, a- Ate Cheryl. This is <laughs> that was your celebration, and it, I'm cutting back on the liquor, bro. I'm, I I promise I'm cutting back on. That's just what they all say, man. I want to. 2020. <laughs> would you say that I, uh, Terramana, the Rock's very own Terramana, is a good affordable tequila? Uh, the Rock, Dwayne. Yes, I do. DJ. I think that. <laughs> fucking DJ. <laughs> we go do a little shout out to him. That way he can shout us out on his gram. But I do hey, think that the Rocks. Sweet. Oh, I, and he would too. But yeah, the that'd Rocks be, tequila. That'd be everything. That, bro, <laughs> what? We're, we're going to run that. But yeah, it is it is an affordable <laughs> and a smooth tequila. Casamigos is pretty popular right now. A lot of people are drinking Casamigos. That's actually George Clooney's tequila, I believe. Everyone jumping and, on that. Hell yeah, everyone's jumping on Casamigos. It's a smooth has tequila. A aviation gin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Jackman has Lucky um, Man Coffee. Right, right. I mean, I am not Dude, mad I at love, these guys. I love how these much guys. they talk shit to each other about their brands. It's such <laughs> good advertising. That's you know, it's perfect, bro. Easy and cheap. All they gotta do is just 
Be- being a celebrity, it's it's these days. I feel like it's very easy to market your shit. You have social yeah, media. Yeah, I so. mean, I mean, you're automatically an in, an influencer at that point, and it's like um, some people make a job out of just influencing without the acting. So why not double? Absolutely, down? and I, I'm not mad at that at all. So The Rock, he has headphones, athletic stuff, the tequila, which is doing really well. So I I am not mad at these performers will be an entrepreneur that's the fucking plan my first big movie role i'm paying off all my debt and i'm gonna fucking retire i'm gonna just plan out i'm gonna lay out all my finances <laughs> it, but it has to be real i'm, I'm talking about I'm the first big one i mean to be a working actor more than likely not every working actor is famous there are plenty of working actors who make a living off acting most of the, you most don't of know the rich about working actors aren't famous right exactly exactly so <sighs> that'll that'll be the the dream one day. I, mean, I have I have a I have a buddy, uh, you know Gio. Yeah, <laughs> the boy. <laughs> the boy Gio Simone. Check out his band Vida Moxie. Uh, Vida Moxie. <laughs> he uh his yeah. his dad's uh, is his is his Instagram like like Vox something. Vox Gio V O X G I O. That guy. Okay, um, yeah, he follows us. <laughs> yeah, he he uh, his dad is Jim Bean. What? You remember the Super Bowl commercial <laughs> where Jim Bean was building that 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 barn or whatever with all those people and he's like, I'm Jim Bean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Pops. <laughs> That's Gio's dad. <laughs> I, I knew wow. his dad was an actor. I didn't know he was that actor. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, he um hey, that's that guy, sick. Wow. Yeah. I mean Joe always talks <laughs> about how that guy's a a working actor, like like you know, like so I mean that's you know, there's that's pretty successful. <laughs> Right, yeah, especially no, when yeah, you understand. He did, a, he did the Super Bowl uh, the last p- past couple of years. He was in that Super Bowl commercial this year with all the different characters. I forgot. It was like <laughs> every Super Bowl commercial, right? But um, <laughs> yeah, the one specific one with most the couch, and they're all like taking a picture together, and it's all the characters. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, he was in Shit. that one. But yeah, uh, and it's but yeah, you made it on the big stage. You made it on the Super Bowl commercial stage. You right, that's you're a, lit. Ooh, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you, guys ready to, you guys ready to talk Justice League, dude? I'm oh yeah, ready I, got to talk I got Justice it all League. up here. Okay, so <laughs> you, you got right, the so synopsis. I got it. I got it. All from IMDb. Um, let's see here. Justice League, formerly directed by Zack Snyder. We'll we'll talk about. Yeah. After oh, I ha- yes. <laughs> I have all my notes for that um, after the synopsis. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that afterwards. But after Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon came in and pretty much finished it all up. Uh, a little synopsis here. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists the help of his newfound ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman were quickly to find and recruit a team of metahumans to stand against his newly awakened threat. But despite the formation of this unprecedented league of heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it may already be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. Wow. Wow, what happens? That's a synopsis I'll tell you what happens. (laughs) So basically, (laughs) Batman gets Wonder Woman and Aquaman together. uh, He gets The Flash with them. Kind of, uh, if you want to call him the Flash, I <laughs> want to call that guy the Flash. <laughs> so that he gets them together. Who knows if he's still going to be the Flash? That, to be honest, oh, we'll get like, into that. Ezra Miller has a little stink going we'll on right now, so we'll one. see. So, um, so basically, what happens in the movie? Batman gets all of them together. Superman just died. Basically, they revive Superman. They defeat a bad guy, 
and and that's literally the depth of the movie like i don't need to you can fill in the details yourself the movie uh, i mean from there it really is not much yeah that's pretty and, you know i saw i saw a meme the other day that was talking about Spe- steppenwolf and i posted it to the instagram story it was uh it was saying how like the movie villain is steppenwolf but the real villain of the movie was just warner brothers just- <laughs> <laughs> here in my notes i have why does steppenwolf look like a baby <laughs> wolf looks so bad the, all this heat like it's like you said earlier Gerardo, like maybe if this movie was good like i would have been able to write off like you know henry cavill's terrible mustache or or how bad steppenwolf looked but honestly i that was rough bro it, and and when you things looked rough you would never think that if, if we were to go back some years and i saw i saw this or i read it somewhere and it was it made the most sense if you were to go back some years if someone told you that a movie with iron man thor captain america would be more successful than a movie with batman superman wonder woman and flash people will laugh at you man <laughs> well they would laugh but I, think I, you're high and, <laughs> and, and at, at that time it's because dc had so much shit i mean yeah. DC, and DC was i grew up i Right. I grew up watching the animated Justice League, so my expectations for the movie is it's going to have to be a big fucking villain and a, a, a recognizable villain because people know, I mean, people know that Stefan will, I mean, if you really know that he's what, he's like a lieutenant for Darkseid, I think. But it's like, who the fuck is Steppenwolf? I, wa- no I mean, I don't want to. Right, I, I don't want to see Steppenwolf. I don't give a fuck about Steppenwolf. You know, like, <laughs> okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me stop you guys real quick. So, like, Steppenwolf, like he's not even like, he's not even that cool in the comics or what? No, he's he's just a guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, if wow. you look at like they changed up his look pretty dramatically for the movie, and in in the comic books, yeah, he looks like just I mean, he's just a fucking guy. I think he just looks like a dude with a beard. I've seen <laughs> <him>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we get too much into the movie right here, I think we should talk about the movie history. For, okay. for people who don't know, like, so yes, yes. People for people who don't know, Zack Snyder. He was directing this movie. He he filmed it back to back with uh, Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. He had all the actors. Um, when when production was almost done with the movie, he had a family tragedy, so he had to step away from the movie. And this is where stuff right, got kind of weird. Um, because it it's come out at this point that pretty much Warner Brothers, um. And and Joss Whedon, who who uh, took over to direct for the movie, Joss Whedon directed the Avengers, the first one and the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can fucking tell that he stepped in yeah, and it he put a Marvel in. touch on a fucking DC. Yeah, movie. apparently he he didn't really really like Zack's vision, and I mean, um, the way th- when you're watching the movie, you can tell which parts were shot by Zack Snyder and which parts were shot by uh, Joss Whedon because Ben Affleck looks puffy and depressed and alcoholic. In the Joss Whedon cut, and he looks really buff in the Zack Snyder cut, and and it's really yeah. obvious uh, when it cuts to a scene where he looks way buffer than than the other scene, and when you when you look at it from that perspective, it's kind of crazy. They pretty much reshot the whole movie. They pretty much reshot the whole movie, and um, that's why at, at this point. Um, in time, a lot of people are calling to release what they call the Snyder Cut, what HBO is calling Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to be Zack Snyder's. And cut that's of the that's movie. like when it, when I looked up Justice League on IMDb just now, the first one that popped up was 
Zack Snyder's Justice yeah. League 2021. Which will I'm probably like, turn out wow, better okay. than, than, than the original cut of the Justice League. The original cut of the Justice League, if I'm being honest, was probably going to be bad because Batman vs. Superman wasn't too good. But hell, <laughs> but now right. that Zack Snyder has taken all the criticism, he's seen what the fans liked, what they didn't like, and what they want. I think Zack Snyder is actually going to deliver a pretty good movie. It's not going to be the same one that was going to come out in theaters that with his cut, I, uh, but I think it's going to be better. You know? Oh, it has to be better. I don't I think, think we would. Be better. Yeah. Yeah, I would not want to see the original cut. Yeah. I kind of want. I want it to be different. I want something else. You you can't have a meetup of of heroes like that. Yeah. Of the Justice League, and and it just feel like the stakes were so fucking low. Definitely. I was. I do, I don't. You know. I I didn't feel like I, I'm. I, there was not a big threat looming in Justice League. Just felt like Batman didn't. Had like an idea. he just didn't really know who he was, yeah. and he's trying to redeem. I'm like, what the what what is, what is this? You're playing Batman. It's funny you said that because like you just said, Batman doesn't know who he is, but in Justice League, he had already been Batman for like 20 years. Yeah, you know, so it's a whole it's other like... can of worms. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, uh, another thing I think is that the the actors liked in, uh, working with Zack Snyder way more. Did you guys see Ray Fisher on social media? The guy that played yeah, Cyborg. No, he, uh... <laughs> Oh, what, right. what did Cyborg he, say? Ooh. He said he wasn't happy with Joss Whedon, put it simply. He said Joss Whedon's uh, behavior on set and his treatment of the cast was unacceptable and unprofessional, basically. And uh, How so? Just like kind of condescending? No, it, it was straight out calling him out. Like he straight up said Joss Whedon's treatment of the cast on the set of Justice League was unacceptable. <laughs> no, I guess I'm asking what what treatment was Joss Whedon? Well, I guess was he like talking down to his cast or so was So one he... of them was uh like if you watch the movie at one point it does that weird thing where uh, a guy falls on a girl's uh, boobs and they look at each other awkwardly. Right when mm. when um when the Flash trips and he falls on top of Wonder Woman and right. they, it does that weird it does that weird 90s thing where where they look at each other you know like he's on he's on top of her right and that was joss whedon's thing he he wanted to add that and apparently gal gadot didn't want to do it so they got a buddy a body double to do it they had gal gadot film a um a surprise reaction and then they mm -hmm. they glued that together <laughs> oh joss whedon you're trash for that bro so and it's also during this time you know i don't want to gossip but, you know, Joss Whedon was cheating on his wife. There was a big scandal with that. There was some public letters involved and stuff like that. So it was just, you know, it was just you not dirty, rotten piece of shit. I'm kidding. So now let's talk about the movie because uh, now that everyone knows the, the situation around the movie. It's good to provide some context. You know what I'm saying? The CGI? Bad. Big trash. I'm looking at Henry Cavill's trash can. mustache right now. <laughs> so trash can. Oh so so why? Wh one of my first questions is two questions. First of all, why is Batman sad that Superman died? He he met him. He was friends with him for like an hour before he died in the last movie. And two, um, why didn't Batman? help out ma can why didn't he buy her house she's getting she got for super <laughs> foreclosed at the beginning of the movie bruce wayne knows her and he doesn't buy he paid for her funeral the expensive ass superman funeral it takes superman having to come back to life for you to put his mom on he yeah, had to be at like the end hey, bro, of the movie, uh, he buys the whole fucking bank <laughs> i bought the bank yeah <laughs> but yes uh cg cgi cgi 
We know when we when we talk Justice League and we say CGI, Joe's already mentioned the stash. I have to just give the stash a little bit of time because I was absolutely offended. The Cavill stash? The Cavill stash was rough, dude. Dude, okay, in the first five minutes of this movie... Can we explain... Can we explain why, to people who may not be aware, listeners who may not be aware, oh, of like why, why Henry Cavill? Right, there was a scheduling conflict. What you want? You okay, one of you guys so want? Because yeah. the yeah, movie I'll, that got in the way is dope, but it's like, is this is Justice League? You're Superman. Okay, yeah. So here's what happened. What um, role can be bigger than Superman? He was filming uh, Mission Impossible. Um, what was it called? Which one is it? Mission Impossible Fallout, okay. Fallout, yeah. Where he dope. portrayed a character that has, like, a very nice, very full-looking mustache. Really British you mustache. Know? <laughs> really? And uh, so he was filming it at the same time as Justice League, and they thought, like, oh, well, um, no, like, his character in Mission Impossible needs the mustache, so we can't really shave it. And that, that in itself, I'm like, all right, fine. But then they decided to just CGI all the facial hair off of him in Justice League, and it looks awful. It is so bad. Um, and it all ties back like around first... with uh, Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Exactly. Like, and to be honest with you, the first five minutes of this movie, you see Henry Cavill. It's like that little that little iPhone recorded scene, you know, where he's talking to little kids. Um, I straight up thought that was like a bizarro Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, he looked so bad. I was like, are they trying to do bizarro right now? Like... <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> oh my God, bizarre! <laughs> that's another thing, like like with like with uh, buff fat Ben Affleck. That's another thing you can tell um, that they didn't use any of Zack Snyder's shots of Superman because in every single, pretty much like ninety eight percent of the Superman shots in this, he has that weird mustache, which just tells you how he reshot like, like the whole movie. Bro, yeah. reshot? How, when you th- you can go on Instagram and see side by side comparisons of the pre Joss Whedon and the post and visually it looks way better before he put his fucking hands yeah, on it. Yeah, even with the I hate Zack Snyder filter, but it looks better than whatever that was. <laughs> uh, I yeah, fucking Zack Snyder filter. I can't stand that shit. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, I mean it it looks far better than what we received. I mean when you watch it you're like there is something completely wrong with fucking Superman's face. Oh, yeah. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. I could, I, I could, I, I started hating the movie right after that, man. And it, <laughs> and, and I was not. Oh God, it I can't believe get any it. Better I, from there. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like that was just the first thing, and it, legitimately for someone, for a fan like me, it pissed me off. I was, I can't believe you guys showed that, and you expect us to be okay with it. Another, another thing is like they, they go full force with certain things, and with other things they hold back so much, like. Uh, they're like, we're just going to go full force and Batman already has existed for this long and yada, yada, yada. And then it's like, but then also some things they hint at, like we're supposed to be excited for that in the future. Like one thing is like, okay, in the comic book, sometimes Batman and Wonder Woman, they're a cool couple, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Same, same with like Superman and Wonder yeah, Woman. Okay. I know Superman right. and Wonder Woman is a trash couple. <laughs> they're pretty much, um, they're pretty much, uh, if you've seen the boys, um, yeah, it's pretty much uh, what's her uh, uh, lady, lady, lady Maeve and uh, Hi- Homelander. Yeah, and Homelander. Yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty much their relationship. That's what it is in the comic books. It's really weird and dark and gritty, and I don't like it. Right. But, oh, <laughs> yeah. But Batman and Wonder Woman together is 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 great. 
And like, if you're going to do it, just do it. Like, I wouldn't have minded, honestly, if in this Justice League, it, it would have just made, you know, it's like Zack Snyder was kind of hinting towards that in Batman versus Superman. You should have just done right. it. You should have just, yeah. you know. I think f- it would have worked for this one. I think those two actors, it just, I think it would have worked. Yeah. And I, Cause, yeah, cause, Batman's a complex enough character to where I just, it would be interesting. Cause, to cause, like, Cause without that, it's just, it's just weird. It's just really weird tension without that. Like that, that. It's really weird energy and tension between the two of them that just that just feels uncomfortable because it feels like it's it's it should be going somewhere but it doesn't and it stays in that place for too long, and that's just a weird thing. But uh, you know, an upside from this movie is uh, Jason Momoa doesn't talk too much. You know, he's he's pretty much <laughs> he he you works really as a one liner guy. You know, like uh, <laughs> he's my man. I I, I love that, but <laughs> my man. But you know, well, they his fucking one liners in this one just. But I mean, what what an Aquaman Jason Momoa is just a complete. Not what you yeah. expect from Aquaman. Speaking of those one-liners, uh, Gerardo, did you see that like Ray Fisher actually had a huge problem with uh, booyah with saying booyah? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, he had a huge problem with it. Well, I mean, I think that like, was one. That was a Joss Whedon thing, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's like I mean that originated in the Teen Titans show, so it's not really like which a lot of people are attached oh. to. I get, but it's also like so there was there was a reason why Cyborg says it just yeah. because of, it's like you yeah. don't have to put everything in everything. Also, I mean, I also have a problem with Cyborg just being in the Justice League. That's a new 52 thing. Uh, mm. Cyborg really belongs in the Teen Titans. That's where he originated, and I feel like that's where he fits in really well. In the Justice Bro, League, absolutely. He, he the the over, chemistry is far better. Yeah, in, in the Justice League, he took over uh, Martian Manhunter's role, which is now because Martian Manhunter's oh, wow. role is diminished now in the comic books because Cyborg is a member, and it's like... That, that kind of sucks, you know, because uh, Martian Manhunter is a cool character. He is fucking dope. He's legitimately one of the people who may be able, I think, I mean, Superman will still whoop his ass, but he's he's powerful. Like, yeah, Martian Manhunter strong. is he's fucking strong. dope. Except yeah, he's very strong. Except fire. Yeah. Right. Uh, except fire. Just whoop, well, whoop his ass. You seen that Justice League movie? Uh, what is it? Doom? Justice League Doom? <laughs> oh, Justice League Doom? Oh, that's another good one. That's another good animated movie for people to watch. Oh, and, and another good one is Justice League... Yeah, if you want a good Justice League movie, watch Justice League uh, New Frontier. That's also on HBO Max. It's an animated movie. It's um based it's set in the th- uh, 50s, 60s, set in the 60s. And it's going to be um pretty much Green Lantern origin story set around that and like Batman exists, Superman exists. They all exist in this universe and it's the Justice League coming together for the first time in the 60s. It's based off of uh that golden age uh when the comics were uh from back then so that that's a pretty cool one but this movie sucks <laughs> to get back to this you one talk yeah. about ezra miller joe <laughs> dude why does he run like that <laughs> what the hell is that <laughs> why in the fuck if any if a director were telling me uh, this is how you're gonna run his flash i'd be like bro i'm sorry that is not how the fucking flash runs nor is that a person who, who why does he do runs that? like that a reg- okay that was also a Zack is- snyder thing i want i want to point out because Zack snyder also makes horrible choices like what? Oh, we've seen that. Batman v Superman, I saw the choices as accident. I was just, I was like over that shit. So many different attempts, too many different storylines. Yeah, v- Zack Snyder, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Zack Snyder is the best, but I'm saying that his Justice League probably will be like his best movie. Because, you know, has a lot of, a lot of, attach, you know, uh, it's a lot of uh, personal attachment for him. So, I, you know, I, 
He might retire from filmmaking soon. I've heard rumors about that. So, like, you know, if this is, like, his last movie and he makes Snyder, it like, really? amazing. He's going to retire? Rumors? Probably soon because, I mean, like, um, you know, like, uh, that family tragedy. Right, right, right. You know? I don't so, um, him, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing that he's either going to finish this one and leave it on a cliffhanger uh, or he's uh, and then he's going to make, like, the next last Justice League and he's probably going to do Injustice or something. Or, um... That's what injustice he's perfect, he's perfect so for that type of shit. Right, and and yeah, because injustice for listeners you aren't familiar, it, it, it's it, it kind of, it's a very dark take on Superman, and bro, that's that Superman injustice Superman. I've told Joe before, injustice Superman that he is the fucking man, and it's crazy. He's, <laughs> he's, he's that he's that he's that vision. <laughs> he's that vision from uh, Batman versus Superman. For anyone who's seen that, exactly. Exactly, he is that vision. So that's the thing about Batman v Superman. I know this is Justice League, but the, I want to talk a little bit about Batman v because I I was more hyped about that movie, Batman v Superman, than probably oh. most movies recently. I was so excited. I think for we might it. have to do a whole another episode on BVS, dude, because <laughs> that's we, just going to be a whole another hour. Hey, there's there's a new cut of Batman v Superman on HBO Max. I, I watched I watched the ultimate cut uh, before I watched Justice League, so I'm down to come back and we could because so that's going to be how different is it. I mean, with no details, but like, not too specific. Um, it's 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 the same thing. Oh, it just is longer. Okay, okay, fair. I, it's our, it's already long die. as shit. <laughs> 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 bury it, bury it, bury it. But yeah, you know what? You're right, Rado. Well, it's just they they were foreshadowing things about maybe Superman, and then Justice League felt like it wasn't even. Cont- I'm like the only continuity I felt was the fact that Superman died. Well, watching them watching them back to back, you see a little bit more continuity, but it's not in the way that you would want. <laughs> it, it's kind of more like uh, since Zack Snyder didn't get really get to finish it, it's not really satisfying. Like for example, the night the the nightmare sequence from Batman vs Superman is paid off in justice league just in a really bad way because when uh flash comes back in time in batman versus superman and tells batman that lois lane is the key Mm -hmm. uh he's referring to that's what's going to make superman not evil because superman is evil when he comes back in justice so much heavier than that (laughs) yeah well yeah exactly and that's what they should like i feel like Zack snyder's one focuses a little bit more on that because i've heard that there's more nightmare sequences that he shot so I feel like it's going to focus a little bit more on that, and that that's probably how he'll remember. And there, there's just a whole lot of things that I feel Zack Snyder's going to add to the movie now that he's had time to read all the fan comments and stuff. He knows what, yeah, you know, he's going to do that thing where he's like, well, um, I wasn't going to do that originally, but I'll take credit for, for putting it in the movie, <laughs> you know? Oh, straight up. And he has the backing, I think, this time. The studio is very much aware that there should not be there are just so many fucking hands in the cookie jar for justice league so i think they now really just support the fact that you know do what you got to do do you guys know what made me uh bust out loud laughing in this movie Hmm. uh wonder woman saying cal l cal l (laughs) cal l she's like she has like the 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 lasso of truth on on Superman. Right. She yells at his alien name. She's like Kal El. She's not a good actress. She's a model, you know. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's, she's not very she's not very good at like at the end. She's like uh, all the lines she reads. She reads it like a, like a bad sitcom. Like children. I work with children. At the end of the movie, she's oh, like, you know, she you, says okay. that line. 
I love that you said that. She's a very likable, very likable she's like, model. She's, she's like The Rock. The Rock's not the best actor, but he's, oh, yes, I'm as Joe has said that. before, but he, <laughs> do, The I, Rock's not the best actor, but his charisma carries him through. And I feel yes. that that's the, what Gal Gadot does, you know? Yes, The Rock. I love The Rock as a person. I think he's like a super cool dude, but I do not yeah. like his movies, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing him in, as uh, Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. Now, a not very good person and also not very good actor is going to be Ezra Miller. Because <laughs> he is when bad When Ezra in this movie. Miller is... Uh, and they play the character Flash. They play him. That is not Flash. That is you not, know what I'm saying? Especially, like, especially when you, they call him Barry Allen. Right, right. And I, I'm like, oh, I thought Flash was, I mean, like a really smart, forensic motherfucking investigator type of shit they try man. to make like him like tom holland and and iron man yes is. i was just about i was just about to say that <laughs> absolutely absolutely and that that's not what it's not what flash is man yeah he looks like a grown man too it's just weird it's just weird he's a teenager but he looks like a grown man and he's ezra miller so if you guys don't know ezra miller uh, choked a lady <laughs> Ezra Miller is in what? He's in Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. He's in that Harry Potter series. Yeah. That, that <laughs> Harry Potter spinoff series. Um, oh, Fantastic yeah, Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. But Just Ezra not Miller, someone you see as the Flash. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, we also did you don't cast? know if he's going to continue playing Flash because he, he choked a <laughs> <the> lady. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I saw the video. Wait, hold on. Can, before pretty... before we continue, I want to just get this off my chest real quick because we we're talking about Gal Gadot's uh, cheesy one-liners. Like I I was watching this movie with sound about an hour ago, and you guys know, remember in the very beginning where um, it's like they first like introduce Wonder Woman and she's saving everybody at the bank. Yeah, where she moves out of the way of the bullet that wasn't going to hit her anyways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the a- the anticlimactic <laughs> bullet dodge. Yeah, so, like, remember that guy who was about to kill all the hostages, and then um, she, like, blocks them all or whatever, and then he's just holding the gun there, and he says, like, I don't believe it. Like, who are you? Or, like, what are you? And she's like, I'm a believer. I'm like, oh, God, that is painful. <laughs> yeah, it's I like... that was so corny. It's like... <laughs> It's like Superman yeah. didn't. It's like why? Why are they all acting like Superman was? Superman came out. He destroyed a city. Some people loved him because he helped some people from some floods or whatever. He went to Mexico, um, and then you know we don't have a good passage of time there. It's like Superman. It's like six months. You know, after Man of Steel, he dies, and then it's like you're telling me that all these characters are so attached to him they hated him for half of the time that he was around they didn't Mm -hmm. even know he was a hero till the end of batman versus superman like it doesn't seem like anyone liked right and it doesn't seem like you know the superman it felt like he wasn't even he didn't even make it to that point yet kind of felt like he was still cal l that's how yeah you know i'm saying like and he didn't feel like he really owned the superman yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. The only reason I like him is because it's Henry Cavill, and he's he's great. He's great as Superman because he's a great actor. Yeah, and Henry yeah. Cavill's great, man. I About that, if if he there's no one else I want to see as Superman right now. I mean, when he plays when he plays happy happy Boy Scout Superman at the end, that was pretty that was pretty cool. Even though it was an awful Joss Whedon script, the way Henry Cavill played it was like Superman, even though he had a really weird lip. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I feel you. It was Superman. I feel you, Rado. It it it. It just it didn't feel like it was trying too much. I was like, no, that's that's Superman. You know, it's yeah, yeah, it was cool. But uh, 
they tease Superman in, in Shazam at the end. I'm like, that motherfucker looks skinny as shit. I'm like, who oh, the that fuck was, is that? Oh, that was supposed to be Henry Cavill, actually, but... Um, right. I'm like, that does not ske- look like Henry Cavill yeah, body. It, it was a scheduling conflict, uh, It was an act- but it was going to be Henry Cavill, which is pretty cool. Like, it, it's not like it was in, like, a silent diss or anything. It, it was actually going to be him, which is pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. I, I figured that much when they didn't show the face. I was like, they, they, it's because it's going to be Henry, but I can tell off top that's not fucking Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, because you know that, that man is wide. Henry right, is he is why I was like, that man is so slim that is not Henry Cavill's. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know Henry's physique. That's probably not just got the it. buffest person on set. I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> asshole, throw this on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, in conclusion, Justice League was wasn't good. It was a mess all around. Production, movie effects, it, it was a big old mess. Yeah, no, my my final thought on it is like. The homie Marcus, he was on an episode a little while ago. Like me and him always talk about this movie, and I think he he puts it pretty well. It's like how like like Warner Bros. literally had all the answers to the test from like just like seeing what Marvel's doing, and they just tried too hard being too different, and I think it it shows, and they suffered from that. Like they just tried. Um, I think this movie just suffers a lot from really poor planning. Like, just trying to rush things for the sake of being competitive with Marvel Studios. I, I think, you know what I'm saying? So, I think it's the opposite. I, um, I, well, that, what, what I think is like, um, like you said, they were trying too hard to be different. I think they were trying too hard to be the same. Cause they, you think so? They the only reason it. why I say it's different is just because, like, they gave what uh, th- there was Man of Steel and and Wonder Woman and those were the only solo movies before Justice League, right? Y- and then they that's brought still in, really oh, well, no, and there was Batman vs Superman. That's still really MCU-ish to me, like that. It, it was it's a rushed version of it, like you said. It's like the answers to the test, but they didn't they didn't do it as well, you know. Like, um, but but it feels like MC because what DC would do if they were trying to be different, I think, is doing. What they do a lot in their comic books and is is Elseworld stuff, and that's what it looks like they're headed towards ah. with like the Joker and the Batman and and just J- Zack Snyder's Justice League. They're all separate universes, you know, and but they're all canon, mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot different than than Marvel, which it looks like they're not going to dip into that until Doctor Strange, but um, to the point where there's different interpretations of the yeah, heroes. Yeah, that, that that's different, and I feel like they would. I feel like they're going in that direction. Because they realize that they shouldn't try to do the Marvel thing where release these movies and then you release a big one. I think right. they can just make every movie a big one. And I, I think they, they're starting to realize that, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. And then, and people kind of appreciate that because what we do appreciate about MCU is the buildup and the fact that Endgame truly the was. The payoff. <laughs> Absolutely. Like it, was, it, was, it was worth it. Right. It was. It was very much worth it. But, I mean... We don't need that again. I can't right, invest we, another 12 years in another right. series. Right. I don't you want... Know? You know what I'm saying? And, and if that's what Disney wants to do, because they got, you know, what all these phases. Like, that's cool, but there's nothing wrong with dropping mm-hmm. a complete... Like, a, a DC, if DC were to drop, for example, a movie like The Killing Joke... And that would just that's it, you know. what I'm saying it doesn't have to be a sequel or anything. Yeah. Just a really dope movie. People would appreciate that, you know what I'm yeah. saying. And it doesn't have to be what movies learn from Marvel is that you can make a huge universe, and then people started trying to do their every fucking thing, like with the monster universe, you know, Dracula, 
and Doctor uh, Jekyll, oh, yeah, that, right? That and they f- <laughs> they brought a huge cast. They inv- they got Tom Cruise, and they fucking gave Tom Cruise the reins on the Mummy. He fucked that off. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. I I don't think that needs to be this huge buildup anymore. We have literally seen that in Marvel. Don't need it again. DC, because I I love how dark they go with their superheroes. I want to see more. Just I want to see some more comic book straight up shit. Like I want to see some superheroes. Yeah, that looks like they're leaning into that too. I mean, they're doing a Justice League dark series finally. Mm-hmm. Which I I I hope that uh, I think Guillermo del Toro would be attached to that because he's been attached to Justice League Dark I think since like two thousand and three. And uh, it's something that he's always held really near and dear, Justice League Dark. So I, I think he would at least direct a couple episodes of that, which would be amazing, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, I wouldn't. Im- I would imagine just because it's dark, it's going to be a lot of John Constantine, you know what I'm saying? And I can imagine a lot of Batman, too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I really don't know what to expect from, from Justice League Dark. I really have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I. But yeah, to wrap on the movie kind of what you guys i like i like the different perspectives how you gerardo you said that you felt like they were trying too hard to be the same it's it's like they were trying to conform when you know i don't think you need to i think with dc i think you can take a lot of risks because of the characters because how dynamic they are you can afford to take some risks and yeah that's that's i really don't don't have much to say about justice league it was a it was a huge letdown but after batman v superman i didn't have huge expectations for justice league so I just how many, I thought uh, how, how many uh, points do you guys give it out of five? Justice League. Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm a slide him a solid deuce. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna give him a two. <laughs> for, for reference, what's a five? Yeah, because I was about to say him might get a one because if uh, if uh, yeah, it's only a five. Yeah. A two is already generous. Well, th- that's why I like out of five better than out of ten. Out of ten is too specific. Out of five, it just makes you make a choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh hell yeah! I think two. I, I I think I'm saying two because at the end of the day, it's not like it it flopped or anything. Like this movie is a oh, fuck. financial success. Thought, it, it flopped. Made money. It fucking flopped with um, our in our hearts, but it made a it made a little money. It's not the most not as much as expected. Yeah. Because of the reviews. I gotta pull this up. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's pull up the box office numbers real quick. Check the budget and... Why didn't we do this at the we, beginning? We, we should have. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think we're looking at the movie more just... Remember, you got you got to double the budget or uh, do half of the budget for marketing. So the budget was $300 million, So let's say about um, $450 million, right? This is opening weekend, Justice League? Let me see. $450 million. For reference, Batman vs. Superman made $872.7 million. Aquaman made $1.148 billion. The budget is $300 mil. Total. Man of Steel made $668 million. But Justice League only made $657.9 million. So is this, yeah, this is, is total technically a flop or did you... It made money, right? I think it's a, I think it's, I think it's a flop because it only made... 200 Wait, million. so you're saying you're saying half of the box office gross is for marketing? Is that what you're saying? Half of it half of it is the budget plus marketing. The movie's budget plus marketing. 450 million. Okay, well, it it made a little bit. <laughs> That's yeah. That is it made about 200. So it made it it, it did not even 
It was supposed to make a billion. Yeah, easily. Easily supposed to make a billion. That's I think that's like the total for any big superhero movie, a billion dollars. Aquaman was was, you know, it was divisive. It was it it was it was divisive, you know. People that really don't like it, like me, fucking hate it. People that like it, like it. But that one still made one point one four billion, billion. <laughs> Like Justice League, I think it's pretty universally hated, except by a, a few people. But that's that's really low for a Justice League movie. I, I I don't know how if I I don't know how you can defend. Dude, people will defend this movie to the death. See, uh, usually <laughs> I see people defend uh, BVS, the the because they they're Snyder fanboys, but they wreck this movie. So it's e- it's an even smaller minority that defend this movie than oh 100 percent 100 percent batman v superman is it's long as shit but i i don't know i found it to be more entertaining than ju- I, I just i wasn't entertained in the slightest by justice league um yeah i i, <laughs> I have nothing further mm-hmm. for for jet Oh, the 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 total box, uh, total gross that I said, <laughs> it's not even including uh, residuals for the actors. So if any actor signed a contract with residuals, it's not even including that. So I, it's it's a pretty okay. <laughs> that's a flaw. Wow. I I didn't think it was I didn't think it was that bad. You wouldn't think so, not when you hear Justice League, and and there were people who turned out that first weekend. People did turn out. I mean, I was there opening weekend. So people came, <laughs> but, but the thing about these days is word of mouth. That's why Aquaman. Okay, well here here's something that I'm reading on the Wikipedia page. Right? Oh, Wikipedia credibility. The, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you know you know how reliable Wikipedia is. But I'm gonna read it because anyway, <laughs> it sounds interesting. The film grossed over 657 million worldwide against a break-even point of 750 million, becoming a box office disappointment and losing Warner Bros. Pictures an estimated 60 million. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was supposed to make 700. So I was lowballing oh the they, they were the projected actual budget. I was lowballing yeah, 750. <laughs> wow. 750. Oh, that's that's rough. Okay, you know what? All right, it's coming back down. People don't to, lie, man. Wow. <laughs> One out of five. Oh wow! <laughs> there, <laughs> you were like, you were like, at least it's not a flop. Oh wait, yeah, okay, yeah, it's it's a one, it's a one. <laughs> you know what? It lost money. Okay, I no, it seems like a money that people pulled up to go watch and see. You know what I mean? Because it, even if all these DC movies, like, you know, they are what they are. Like at the end of the day, people still go. Not birds of prey. <laughs> that know? was another flop. Oh, Oh yeah. God. Well, what the hell were the expectations for a movie like birds of they prey? They should have just called it know? Harley Quinn. That's what it was. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. And it would, I mean, shit, it would have just, that title would have worked. I can watch birds of prey. It's short and the action is pretty cool. So I can, I can watch it, but, um, I think it's dropping here on nice, HBO max pretty nice. soon. All right, boys. So that'd be cool. You guys. Yeah. We 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 get into that time, y'all. So uh, do we have any other thoughts on Justice League? I think I'm wrapping it with mine. I have nothing further about I've this. I've said all movie. I've had to say. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, my 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 review. Uh, one. I I am no. How, how about how about point five out of five? <laughs> Zero point five well, out of five. <laughs> I mean, we may very well have to give it a point five. Yeah, as bad as all these are, like, I, I do want them to, like, have, like, a success, you know? I want them to have, like, a, a solid movie. 
I'm very hopeful that they that they will get it someday. And I think they're Zach on the right Snyder's track. Zack Snyder's is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I think they're I on the right like track. I'm confident in that. And I think that one will be at least a three. Which <laughs> 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 watchable at least, you know? Dude, I mean. Right. Little, I want to be able to watch this shit. pictures and little teases that they've been showing of, uh, of Dark Side. Dark Side. I mean, he looks, he looks really interesting. really low quality. <laughs> Dude, he just looks like Abomination from Incredible Hulk. <laughs> dude i hate it i tried zooming in you can't it's all you can't see anything they're like yeah all you can see is that he has a weird little like spear looking staff <laughs> yeah i hope um i think retroactively they're gonna put more of him in it just because i think Zack snyder originally did have a lot of steppenwolf in it like when you watch the movie but it looks like he's gonna try to replace some of those scenes at least with um dark side which is really cool Right, yeah, no, that, yeah, that yeah, one man. scene where... They, they only mentioned Darkseid once in the fucking movie. It's Stephen Wolf just said, for Darkseid, that's the only... And, yeah, no, and that him. moment is really easy to miss. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, so, like, to me, like what you said just now, uh, Gerardo, the scene where, like, Wonder Woman is telling that story of, like, like the Age of Heroes when Stephen Wolf first came to Earth or whatever with his army, and, like, they had all those heroes, like Zeus and everybody, like... Like Atlanteans, all their armies just fighting. Yeah, they'll probably they'll probably just have like edit Darkseid into that specific scene. Yeah, and that maybe that a makes most couple sense towards to the end. I hope. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Nice, nice. Well, that was dope, Rido. Thank you for for being here, man. Uh, well, thank you guys. You got to come back. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the, the boy has the mic now, so I would very well hope that he come back you know consistently oh yeah um i think the big issue for now for many people is having a microphone so that's why it's difficult to reach out to guests and do all yeah especially yeah this is this is the most covid way to do this absolutely absolutely because we could very well link up and all be wearing masks but we wouldn't look very responsible now would we (laughs) this is a cool uh this is a cool remote thing though this is nice uh, bro this is dope and very well could be the move like moving forward we might just do this even after covid if scheduling conflicts it's easy it's easy it's easy it's It's so easy you You set up you talk that's it (laughs) no bro and and then we just put it out there and we make millions we're making all kinds of money from this podcast guys (laughs) (laughs) we're racking in the fucking money i'm kidding but yes um (laughs) listeners thank you very much for you know for tapping in rardo thank you for for being here bro we're gonna see more of Ryder. joining us you know what i'm saying and we're hyped for season two and this saturday is the demonstration again black lives matter demonstration uh i'm glad that this episode was just focused on justice league and comic books because we need some we need some cool shit yeah it's nice yeah. it's nice to um you know it's nice to uh have something yeah yeah man yeah <laughs> for real for real so. just listen to people talk about the before times <laughs> oh oh my gosh the times that were before so uh you guys fellas you have anything else no thank you guys um check us out on twitter and instagram <laughs> please follow us yes hit us with a follow at the colored cast hit us with a follow and uh i will also continue to have the the links that we had from episode 10 the ones where you could, like, you know, help some uh, some Black Lives Matter organizations. Mm-hmm. Those will be in the description. Nice. Those same links that were in episode 10, they'll be in the description for this one, too. So if you haven't uh, donated or signed a petition, just go there. <laughs> and you, you know what? I actually have to just mention this real quick before we bounce, fellas. We said we were going to talk about King of Staten Island on episode 10 of season one. 
I did watch King of Staten Island. We will talk about that in the episodes to come once the boys watch it. There you go. Check that off the list. You <laughs> about there you go. <laughs> we fucking did it. Damn it. But yeah, Judd Apatow. I, I love Judd. Yeah, it's it, it's a cool watch, man. It's not not would spend crazy money on, but I love Judd Apatow, so it's a cool little watch. Yeah, cool. We'll talk more about that in this season, season two. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you very much for following, for showing love. We out here, season two. Come on now. We out. Peace. Peace. Bye.